Coming up, we're trying out a new segment we're calling Disney Manners 101, or more succinctly, How Not to Be a Jerk in a Disney Theme Park. Coming to you from the Hershey, Pennsylvania Disney to raise money for Give Kids the World, this is the Diz Unplugged. to the show, coming to you from the Hershey Dismeet to raise money for Give Kids the World. I'm your host, Pete Werner, joined at the table this week by my good friends, Jenny Lynn Knopp, <laughs> Kathy Whirling, <laughs> Teresa Eccles, <laughs> Sean Thompson, <laughs> and back in the production nook, which does not have a camera uh, today, Dustin West, oh. our producer, Craig Williams, our associate producer, <laughs> and... And since, since it was made Facebook official, uh, congratulations to Craig and Kylie on getting engaged. Yeah. And let me, let me just be the first to say, it's about damn time. <laughs> He's had the ring since November. <laughs> but better late than never, he got a great girl, and we're so happy, and uh, congratulations. Um, So like I said, our segment this week, um, we decided, uh, we've kind of been thinking about doing this, and we thought this would be a great place to try it out, Um, Disney Manners 101. Uh, We hear about it all the time. We've all, uh, those of us who've been to the parks on any kind of regular basis have had the experience of, you know, people not having really, always having really great manners uh, when they're in the parks. So I challenged the team to come up with some examples of that. Also, though, I want to talk about some some experiences, at least I've had, and hopefully you've had, of where people really stepped up and were were very nice. Um, I've had more than a few experiences like that, especially when I am in the parks with my mom. Uh, my mom seems to bring that out, if, out in people, though. Um, but uh, I even see cast members that just fall all over themselves uh, for my mom, which is nice to see. Nice to see. But we want to talk a little bit about some of that because we think that kind of talking a little bit about how to behave in public, at Disney World in particular. I mean, I get it. it it's hot. It's crowded. It's expensive. And, you know, especially I, I, I look at the moms in particular that are carrying, you know, bags of stuff with, through the parks, trying to, you know, juggle the kids. I, I don't know how you do it because I can barely handle going in the park with her. Um, <laughs> but. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Is that why we don't go to the park anymore? That's right. Okay. Um, so we wanted to talk a, a little bit about that. My, um, when I think about this, the first word that comes into my mind is parade. Oh. Um, if you want to see the worst of humanity, <laughs> experience a parade, at, especially at the Magic Kingdom. Um, my favorite are the people, you know, you're sitting there for an hour holding your seat, and I see all the heads going up and down. We all know this story. Five minutes before the parade starts, up comes the family of seven that think they should stand in front of you. And that, that, drives me, that drives me up a wall. Um, you know, the, everybody knows when the parades are. If you don't, they hand you this thing on the way in that kind of tells you when it is. Um, and you've got to get, especially if you want to be on Main Street, if you want to be on Main Street during the parade... Otherwise, go to Frontierland. <laughs> you know, I can, you can always find a great spot 10 minutes before a parade further down the route. But the other thing that also bothers me are the people that wait for an hour and then, okay, mom and dad, no, you're going to wait in the back. But you know what? Let their kids stand in front of you. Let the kids sit in front of you. Um, that bothers me too, that, you know, the kids aren't going to be able to see over don't blame the kids because the parents didn't plan. Um, you know, they're not going to block your view. 
um, let them stand in front of you. That's, I, that's something I see all the time. And I mean, I've seen like, you know, it get, it get close to breaking out into a fist fight during parade. It's Disney World. Mm-hmm. It's Disney World. But, you know, it's, everybody's trying to have an experience. And especially, I, I, I honestly think the more expensive it gets, the more aggressive people get because there is that feeling of, I'm spending all this money. I need to get as much out of this as possible. So I think people tend to get a little more aggressive. Who else has an example, though, of bad behavior in the parks? Oh, I do. I do. (laughs) I didn't bring my prop with me. But of course, if you follow me on Facebook, you know that I'll be standing there for an hour waiting to see something and hear the person in front of me puts up the iPad. <laughs> and you have to watch the parade through the iPad. We have it being demonstrated. Yes, oh, we do. For we us. have a prop over there. You know, I, I, I don't know. I guess I come from the world of photographers where you, everybody tries to be aware of everybody's space. And if you have to take that picture, maybe you step back a little bit so somebody else can get that picture. But people with iPads are just terrible. If you are taking a picture with an iPad, <laughs> Buy a camera. Yes. It's going to take better pictures, and it doesn't make you look quite as stupid as walking around like this. Um, that drives me insane, too, mm-hmm. seeing the people with the eye. Buy a camera. But Do be, you have a cell phone? Use your cell phone. But be considerate of the people around you, because you don't, you don't know the person next to you. They're on, maybe they're on their once-in-a-lifetime trip and maybe they'd like to get the same picture you're trying to get. You know, right. Let everybody have a chance to get the picture. Well, you know, part of this is being mindful that you are not the only person in right. the park. Exactly. Um, and I think that's something that kind of goes through my head a lot of times at Disney World. Oh, I forgot. You're the only one here. Um, and, but you know what? I know that I can be guilty of that as well. You know, if I'm going to be honest, I can be guilty of that as well, that I'm not always paying attention. Um, one of the things I do that drives me crazy when it's done to me is when I'm not conscious of the fact that there is a wheelchair or someone in an ECV around me. And I will, um, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll walk in front of it or just not, not be aware. And that drives me insane, when, especially when I'm with my mom. We were talking about my mom before. Um, you know, a couple times she's tried to do the the ECB thing, but she's so afraid of, of running into somebody. And people don't make it easy when they jump right in front. And I'm sitting there saying to her, hit them. Just hit them. <laughs> They'll learn. They'll learn real quick. Um, but that, you know, and so, you know, I try and be mindful. I, I try and be mindful of that, but sometimes, uh, sometimes I'm not. It is about t- making the effort going in of saying, I'm not the only person here. And how can I be more mindful of, of what's going on around me? What about, what about you, Teresa? My biggest one is I'm clipping down Main Street trying to get where I want to go, and the people in front of me are moving right along, and all of a sudden they just stop for no reason. Oh, I'm sure they have a reason. <laughs> They're just spontaneously stopping right yes. in the walkway. And then we all just like pile up into each other, and it just yeah. like, <laughs> takes me off. I don't know. that, And, and this is kind of a go-anywhere kind of a place, but this always takes me off. When you're in the restroom... And you're, you're getting ready to leave. Make sure you clean up after yourself before you go out. What is up with that? Yeah. That, t- that just, it's just wrong. I don't care. Cause you do, do you do that at home? No, you don't. Right? Okay. I hope they don't Experience do that. a men's room once. No, no thank you. <laughs> oh, my God. The women God. are nasty enough. No, they can't possibly be worse than the men. <laughs> I was in, uh, well, uh, in a, well, I was in Atlanta. Uh, our connection was in Atlanta yesterday. And I went to go walk into one stall. I'm like, oh, my God, what is wrong with people? Didn't Mommy teach you or Daddy teach you how to aim it? Because <laughs> that's just wrong. It's, it's, it's nasty. I don't it, know. It I'm really, sorry. That's my, big, that's my big one. But that's a universal Yeah, somebody has, to, somebody has to go into that bathroom after you, you know. Yeah. So. So, Craig? <laughs> <laughs> Make it right. I know your daddy taught you. <laughs> Did he? <laughs> no. No, his mother's going, no. Because now, you know what? After engagement comes marriage, and then you've got to keep that toilet seat down. But you already know that, right? I feel like 
we're going okay. on a tangent. Okay, sorry. I'm <laughs> Craig, Craig looks like he's going to throttle you. I know. <laughs> the look on I'm Craig's face look. right now. I know. He's got when he gets that when he gets that blank smile on his face because he never smiles. It is scary. The smile no. usually means there's violence coming. <laughs> I see the love in his eyes. <laughs> Sorry. How about you, Shawnee? Um, mine's pretty similar to uh, what you guys were saying, especially the stopping dead in your tracks on Main Street. And I think a lot of that has to do with cell phones. I see a lot of people just stop, and this isn't just at Disney, this is everywhere, just stopping and staring at your cell phone, or even just walking really slow, staring at your cell phone. Well, s- okay, walking slow is okay, but the staring oh, at the cell phone. Me. Yeah. Does it bother you walking slow? I try slow? to pass, and then there's people that walk. Oh, here's a better one. People that walk five people across. Oh, the whole family with their little names on oh, the back oh, of their yeah. heads? Oh, Arms yeah. locked down Main Street. Yeah. And there's no, you can't go to the left, you can't go to the right, you can't get around them. Oh, what do you do in that situation? I bet there's people Is it okay to say, excuse me, can I walk past you? Yeah. Step to the left. Or what was it? (laughs) What was it? We were at the airport. We were on the little moving sidewalk. Move to the right, please. Oh, no, she said it worse than that. She was like a, I'm not even going to say what it is because I'm where I'm at, whatever. But (laughs) she she came up behind us and she's just like, she was a mean, hateful woman. She was a witch. She was a witch. Yeah, she didn't have her patience when she was in the airport. She didn't listen to what I said. Wait, are we talking about Jenny? Lynn? Yeah, we are. No, we are not. <laughs> I'm always very well mannered. But no, but you, I think you have the right to say, "Can you please mm-hmm. excuse me?" You know, right? Yeah, you of can course. Say that. Instead, I just passively aggressive cough or something, cough. <laughs> so they know that someone's behind them. <laughs> or stand there and just wait. No, tap, time for that. Tap my foot. No, this chick was definitely like, "Move to the side, please. I'm coming through." No, she didn't say please. Well, no. Move to the side. I'm coming through. Oh, you okay. should have tripped her. Step to the left. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move to the side and Jenny, leave Jenny one Jenny Lynn turned around and she went. <laughs> <laughs> I think she heard me. Thank you. It was fun. Cool. What about you, Jenny Lynn? Mine, um, mine has to do with being a mom, mom's perspective. And, and this does happen in other places, but it specifically happens in the Haunted Mansion almost without fail. Part of this is Disney's fault for not designing a better queue. But you know that funnel effect that you get when you're getting ready to get in the line? Yeah. People always separate me from my children because we come from this like big cattle herding. Um, they grab them out of your hands or what? No, they cut them off. You know, it's it's mommy duckling with the little ducklings following behind, and they separate the mommy duckling from the little ducklings, and that's not right. And I get upset because they're my kids, and I don't want to lose them in this big mass of people. So um, we have taken to holding hands. And so if somebody is going to separate us, they get the, you know, Red Rover. That, you know that game everyone plays? Red Rover, Red Rover, let somebody come over. They get that effect where they run into the hands, and then it's a, you know, a definitely a, an offense because it's like, oh, you touched my kids. But um, anyway, but that's what I don't like. People need to just be more aware to not try to break up the groups that are together. Um, either ask or something that I try to do when I'm in the line because I go to the parks a lot by myself as well. And, and we're in that funnel trying to get into the single file for Haunted Mansion, I will say to whoever's near me, you know, where's the end of your group? And then I will go in after them. Right. But that just, that just drives me nuts. It happens in all of the places in the park, specifically Haunted Mansion, though, or people walking through and they just cut you off and, you know, your kids end up back here and then, mom, you know, I don't like that. But on the other hand, have you ever been... Like, I understand it there, but it, you'll be walking in the park and there'll be five people holding hands and there's no place for you to go and you're headed towards this line and nobody's breaking their hands. Now, where do you go? You run you through the line. Be, you have to either be patient and let them go or well, I don't, and get ahead. But I'm like, don't I don't separate have a the choice. Group. It's like, I'm going to run into somebody. I can't duck under you their like being hands. pushed from behind or what? Well, yeah, you know how there's a whole big crowd coming yeah. and there's a crowd coming the other way. It's like... Are you going to let go? You know, I can see like maybe two people holding hands or three, but not five. Are these adults or little children? Like a mom with her kids. That's, well, they well need I'm to just going to sit on the other side of the fence from you, Kathy, because I don't want to be separated from my children. Well, no, I understand. Uh-oh. I'm not going to separate them. I understand it like in, <laughs> in Haunted Mansion, but I mean like when you're walking down the street. Is, no, it, that's is there a an bit, etiquette that, no, for that? Well, that's a little bit different. I mean, like you can, you can say, hey, would it be all right to get through? I, I, if anybody said that to me, I'd be like, of course, just you know, say, Miller, me. let them go by. Excuse yeah. me, excuse me. Yeah, communication. Excuse communication well, the, is know, really good, everybody. Other part, that's the other part of being mindful of the people around you. I mean, it's not hard to tell when a group has been separated in the line and, you know, step back and let them pass. Let them, mm-hmm. let them catch up with their group. 
I want to be with my group. And again, but you know, I, I, I see people get like real, real guarded in their position in line. You know, three people in front of you is not going to affect the 300-minute yeah, the wait for Anna gonna... and Elsa that you've got going <laughs> right. on. The ride is still going to be there. The character is still going to be there. It's what's three more minutes. Yeah, no, I agree with that. I have another pet peeve, um, but it actually, like, there's two sides to this. Um, I am one of those pack mule moms. When I go with my kids, I always have my backpack on, and I used to carry a gallon of water. That's a true story. For everybody, you know, you have a big gallon, gallon. for everybody. No, no, it's a like gallon that we would relief. all, a gallon that we would all share. Very big Flash on my water. Great survivor. I'm a water snob. I have to drink my water. So anyway, um, wow, it, it was a pretty extensive uh, thing on my back, and people not watching where they're going and just ram into me into my backpack and because I have so much extra weight on my back like and I'm a little person it would just totally throw me and almost knock me down so um and it would it would happen all the time all the time but the flip side of that is that I also had to be more mindful of what I was doing because I'm the one with the backpack and if I go to turn to talk to somebody to my side you're taking out six people yeah I'm taking out people as well right so bowling for tourists yeah there's two sides to that (laughs) two sides to that one do you still go with a giant backpack when I go with my kids a lot of the times I do but when I'm solo I don't because I like the freedom of being able to go through the guests without bags line boy that's a treat (laughs) (laughs) yeah I I I rarely experience that that line although lately I find that I'm trying to go into the parks unencumbered I think with my back bothering me so much I can't you know I really can't carry a lot with me Um, even like my little shoulder bag gets to be too much when you're when you're walking a lot so I've been going into the, the parks kind of free. That's really it's, it's a good feeling. It changes the I just experience. take it down to the bare minimum. I got like my credit card, my ID, and now especially we've got the magic bands, which are really, really nice. But I just take my little cards and I kind of stuff them in the vault over here, and I'm ready to go. There's no Yeah, there's let's no talk bags. about the vault at the airport. <laughs> she didn't take everything out of the vault before she went through security. Uh, and then, so they pulled, that's true, they pulled me aside and they were like, ma'am, we have something we need to check out. So I got patted down. Is that like the Disney I... vault? <laughs> <laughs> Not quite the same thing. No, I got, I got touched in a few places and I, I could have avoided that if I'd been a little smarter. <laughs> well, okay. Um, this went in a different direction. Um, how about some of you guys? We have that mic set up up there. By all means, come on, step up. Just give us your name and where you're from. I'm uh, Michelle. I'm from Chalfont, Pennsylvania. It's about two and a half hours away. Um, I've experienced the rudeness from multiple angles. Um, I've experienced it as a guest, and then I was also a cast member, and I was a merchandise cast member. And there was more than one occasion where people would just come up to my register and just start touching stuff. They would just come around and start reaching around. And um, it happened a lot with the tour groups. Um, The kids would just grab something, shove it in my face, say, how much, how much? And I'd tell them the price, and then they would just reach around and start touching my register. And oh, my. totally crossing, that goes way past rudeness, totally crosses the line. And I'm so glad that you brought up the thing about the um, iPads and uh, the iPhones and looking at your phone and stopping dead in your tracks in main, on Main Street. That is one of my biggest pet peeves, because when I go and I'm there at Rope Drop, I'm making a beeline for Tomorrowland, I'm riding Carousel Progress, and I'm riding the People Mover right away. That's where I'm going. I know where oh, I'm going. <laughs> so when people just stop dead in Main Street. I'm like, okay, can you take a picture of the castle later? Or can you just, like, everybody else is doing the exact same thing. And now I'm actually an agent for a competing company. I won't plug. <gasps> Heretic. <laughs> but, I liked um, it for a I minute. try to warn my, my clients. I try to say, you know, be as prepared as you can. Know what times things are at. Give yourself enough time to get to the places you're going. Make sure you have all your groups together. And if you're in line waiting for an attraction, Pay attention to how much of a gap there is in front of you. Don't just be wandering around looking at everything. That and, drives me and insane. And I know there are the mm-hmm. cues now that have the interactive cues where it's like, that's kind of makes it much so more difficult. Yeah, but it also, it holds up the line because people are playing with it at the same time. So just, if you, and don't be swinging the ropes and the chains and don't be climbing on the chains and don't be hanging on the chains or sitting on it. And, and also, um, I'll, I'll stop soon. Are you good? <laughs> Put a microphone in front of me and I'll just talk forever. Um, but also, when people say fill in all available space, please fill in all available space. If you're in, in an attraction and you're you know, in, in something where there are a lot of seats, move all the way to the end oh, of the yeah. line. It's just follow directions, pay attention. It'll be a so, it's so much better for everybody else. 
and just be aware of everybody around us and, and be nice to the cast members. They've been on their feet 12 hours a day, blazing hot, freezing cold. Florida does get cold mm-hmm. <laughs> sometimes. So just be aware of, you know, how hard they're working and be pleases and thank yous and excuses me, excuse me's and stuff like that. You know, I think so. that Michelle brings up a really interesting point, something we're probably going to be seeing a lot more. I was at the mine train just two days ago, right but the, the, the evening before we came here, right? And, um, you know, that's a great interactive queue. Well, we had this, my friends and I had this very large family that was standing in front of us, and the children would get, you know, glued to the interactive part of it, and the people, you know, we were all moving around them to continue to go because they weren't filling in the space, as you were saying. Well, when that, when they did that, as soon as they were done playing, they would come bombarding right through all of us, pushing us to the side to get back to the place where they were in line previously, And they did it like three times, and it was so rude every single time. I just felt like, well, if you're going to stop and play, then maybe you should take a new position in the line. And if not, definitely don't like push everyone in order to get back to where you were. But my guess is that we're going to be seeing a lot more of that because of all of these interactive cues. I don't know what the answer is. It's a double-edged sword. Where I see it the worst is on Toy Story, uh, not Toy Story Mania, um, Buzz Lightyear. Um, the Space Ranger spin because right before you go to get onto the walkway where the, where the cars are, there's that big animated Buzz Lightyear and everybody wants to stop and take their picture with Buzz Lightyear in the background. So this line just comes to a grinding halt while Fellini is trying to figure out how to take a picture <laughs> on, on his cell phone. And that's the other thing. If you're going to do that, know how to take a quick picture. Because these people, oh, I've got to get the lighting right. Oh, the F-stop isn't right. Oh, stop it. Come on. Let's go. Um, the, the other thing, I, I didn't want this to be a bitch fest, but that's what it's turning into. Um, when you're taking a picture of somebody like, especially at the castle on the bridge going into uh, um, uh, Liberty Square, and... So you've got somebody on the railing with the castle, and then you're on the other side of the bridge taking the picture. And all foot traffic is supposed to stop. And these people don't understand why nobody will stop. Don't, don't stop at all with the photo pass people right there. They just walk right in front of the photo pass people while they're taking a the picture. Like, really? Yeah. Well, that's the other side of being mindful, too, yeah. of saying, okay, a picture is being taken. I always, especially because I, I don't like people walking in my shots, but then again... I try not to let there be 40 feet between me and exactly. my, right. uh, the person I'm taking a picture of. Right. Um, but thank you very much, Michelle. I would say there's a difference in taking a picture in an area where there's lots of people to move around you and then taking a picture where you are completely halting everyone's ability to move through, such as on that bridge. There's nowhere to go. You can't get around them. So I know exactly what you're talking about. Exactly. exactly. Teresa and I were having the discussion this morning about um, do you – that you see people in the parks that do things that you know really aren't right, like jumping and, you know, going past people in a queue and things like that. I don't know. It seems like when I was raised, you didn't do things like that. I think people nowadays, it's like if, if I get it first, it's mine. And if you can come along behind me, that's fine. But I'm taking my time. It's all about them. But I don't remember being raised that way. Is that the way everybody is? It's a different sad world now, Kathy. <laughs> this is you know, becoming really depressing. No. Guys. Yeah, really. <laughs> no, we were, I was just saying that, you know, sometimes when you see things in the park, it's like, that's not how I was raised. Like, if I got up to a queue line and I, there was somebody else there, oh, go, here, go ahead of me. But nowadays you see people pushing in line, you see people just... It's like there's no exact rule that you can't do it, so people just figure, now, I'm just going to do it because Disney said I can't. There there is no rule for it. Do you know what I mean? Right. One of the places I think I have found where guests seem to demonstrate really good manners on a regular basis is Fort Wilderness. Um, There is something about that resort A lot of people are... In, uh, first of all, how many people have been to Fort Wilderness? Okay, a few of us. Um, everybody's in golf carts. If you're staying there, whether you're on a campsite or in one of the cabins, everybody's in the golf carts. With, almost without fail, every time you go by somebody in a golf cart, they wave and say mm-hmm. hello. 
Um, there's a lot, a lot of just a lot of very polite people. It just seems to breed that atmosphere. Um, and I, I, you know, we were at the contemporary with my mom and my brother and my sister and niece uh, a few weeks ago, and I saw a lot of that there too. People walking by saying good morning. Oh, that's it's nice. a simple thing. It's a very, very simple thing. But it's a nicety that seems to have gone out of vogue in our society lately. Just saying hello to somebody. You don't have to know them. See, now, coming from Jersey and, you know, spending a lot of time in New York City, you know, I was kind of just not raised this way because my mother's not that way. But especially living in New York, you know, everybody says, don't make eye contact. Don't say anything to anybody. And if you don't want to, you know, get into anything with anybody, just kind of look down and we'll keep walking. Um, and I think some of us have, have the uh, uh, have the mindset to, to do that. Um, now, you can't walk through, God, God knows, you can't walk through Magic King and go, good morning, good morning, good morning. Right. They're going to think you're insane. Bonjour, bonjour. But, bonjour, bonjour. <laughs> when someone makes eye contact with you, it's, you can, it's okay to, you know, smile or nod or say hi or... Can I do that? Acknowledge. Acknowledge. Acknowledge yes. people. You know, their kids doing something cute, or because I know. think part of this, part of this, you know, this rudeness or whatever you want to call it, is that, and I and I, I don't fault people for it because I do it too. We just kind of go into our own bubble. You know, we're on vacation, we're having this experience, and we are, you know, especially people like the people who are in this room. We spend a lot of time planning this vacation. We spend, we a do a lot of, of research, a lot of money. And so we just kind of go into our own bubble and nobody else, nobody else exists. And it's not because you're mean or you weren't raised right. It's just the circumstance. Also with Disney being as crowded as it is now, you know, you're under assault. I mean, there is just, there is no personal space when you're in these theme parks, especially during the busier times of the year. And, you know, when you add in the heat, when you add in the, uh, you know, your, your, children, your children are getting cranky because they've been on their feet for nine hours and they're hungry and they're tired. And, you know, I think we can be a little bit more understanding of that as well. Um, you know, we all talk about the kid who's crying and why don't you take him out of, of the theater? Or why don't you do this? I'm really, I really do try and stop and say, okay, you know, it's Disney World. If you don't want to hear kids crying, don't come. Um, because I was one of those people. I was like, oh, God, just get the kid out of here. But then, you know, A, it goes to the territory. You're going to go to Disney World, expect that you're going to come across a child or two. Um, and that, you know what, kids, kids are going to be kids. Kids are going to be kids, especially younger ones. And I, I feel for the parents. I feel for the parents that, you know, are thinking about, like, oh, God, you know, crying. And like I say, I see the moms with the massive backpacks, like they're going on Survivor. Um, it feels like that. <laughs> and I don't know how, I, I, honestly, to God, I don't know how they do it. Who else wants to come up and share some? Oh, Lord. It's Sue. I'm Sue from Philadelphia, hey, Sue. and um, I, it's kind of going along with what you were saying. I was thinking about all the nice manners, and one of my favorite things about Disney World is you can talk to everybody, like especially on the buses. I think that's we've met people that we're ever, like friends with now, not just through the Diz community, but just in the parks. Just riding like, the buses? Yeah, like you talk, mm -hmm. you can talk to people. You oh, can she's that crazy lady that just rides the buses. I know. <laughs> that might be a little true, but um, <laughs> I mean, I'll talk to anyone everywhere but it's acceptable at Disney World to like talk to people and when you're waiting for the parade and you know all of those so I always encourage people when it's their first trip you know talk to people because all the people there you have a lot of time where you're just standing with people you might as well talk to them and be nice and you're all there for a fun reason exactly yeah. and it makes it a lot harder to be rude when you know who I am as a person yeah. so then you're not going to cut me off in line or Good answer. you know yeah. whatever I wanted to bring a little lightness that and was happiness. nice yeah <laughs> but that's actually you raise you raise a really good point um because I think when you're dealing, you know, I was saying before, dealing with those crowds, it is very impersonal. And you do tend, you tend to get, like, desensitized to the existing, they're not people, they're just this massive thing that keeps coming at you. Yeah. And when you kind of put that personal, that personal face on it, that personal edge to it, 
um, oh. all of a sudden that person becomes real and it's a lot harder. You know, we find this on the internet all the time. People can get really rude, hidden by the anonymity of a screen name. Right. And then they get right up to your face and all of a sudden they're really, really nice. Um, and I think the same thing in a way is true here that, you know, when it is made personal and you do make a personal connection with somebody, even if it is just simply a conversation on a bus. Well, or you make your own magic moments by Mm -hmm. like making the baby that's crying smile because you engage that kid and you give that mom a break for two seconds or you, you know, yeah. Like, I mean, I just think it's up to all of us as fans to be like that, but I would encourage everybody to be like that. I think that makes it more fun for everybody. I would, I would say too, talk to the cast members. You know, we see all the time that, that cast members are this or that. Take the time to talk to a cast member. And you might find out all kind of neat things, or they might do something for you, or you just might have brightened their day. So don't be afraid to talk to a cast member. And, you know, Disney has this thing that is really great as far as conversation starters, these little buttons that they hand out for everyone's special occasions. You know, that is an easy way to strike up a conversation because obviously something big and important has happened in that person's life. I love it when we go um, to the parks and, you know, it's a birthday and we've got a birthday button and it's not just the cast members, but a lot of times you'll find that the other guests, as you're walking by, happy birthday, you know, it, it still catches me by surprise, but... You know, to have the complete strangers, you know, reach out and kind of, you know, make that nice gesture. And it does. It gives you a warm, fuzzy feeling. It makes your day a little better. One of the things that you were talking about, buses and and monorails, um, one of the things that happens a lot that I really appreciate is when my mom gets on a bus or we get on the monorail, the number of people that will get up to give her their seat. Mm you know, and I've said this in the show before, if you are an able-bodied man and you're on a bus or a monorail uh, and a woman, I don't care if it's a younger woman, older woman, mom, whatever, get up and give her your seat. Mm-hmm. Um, there is no reason, no reason not to. Um, and, but like I say, you know, I, I do notice something and I don't know if it's just, you know, what, what it is necessarily other than my mom is a really sweet lady and she just looks like a really sweet lady and people just respond to her like that. But it really does make me feel good when I'm in the parks with her and I see how people, how people treat her. 83 years old. Yeah. Um, and, you know, God bless her going strong. Um, she gets around the parks better than I do. And I'm not kidding. But she doesn't <laughs> complain. No, never. Never. She loves it. She loves it as long as she can, you know, take her time and... Nobody rushes her. She's, she's fine. Um, but just kind of watching how people, how people are with her, you know, it's nice to see that even when the park is crowded and things like that, that they'll, you know, they'll either strike up a conversation with her, hold the door for her, things like that. Because I don't. I just, you know, get the door yourself. Don't get it. Um, she's actually up in New Jersey right now. Um, yeah. She's doing her bi-yearly tour of the family. Oh, okay, cool. But yeah, she gets around. She gets around great. And that that makes me feel good when I see stuff like that. But it also bothers me, you know, if I'm I'm sitting on a monorail or much more rarely the bus. um, But if I'm sitting and I, you know, especially if I see a woman come in with a baby in her arms, get up. Get up. Let her sit down. People aren't taught that anymore, though. Yeah, they are. I wouldn't jump to that conclusion. Well, a lot of people aren't. A lot of people aren't, but there still are people that are. I know you were. Yeah. Who else? Somebody else has got to have some, uh, some experiences here. Hi, I'm Phil from Mayapac, New York. And uh, I was trying to think of positive behaviors I've seen. And what I like that I, I, I hear about people doing or doing is they bring kind of pre-made thank you cards. And they pass them out That's to great. cast members that like do a good job or even to other guests if they see them do a good job. And I was also kind of thinking that's one thing I, I miss about Fast Pass Minus is that <laughs> uh, I am going to start using that term it is uh, like at the end of the day if we had some we didn't use we would like give them to people mm-hmm. coming away. Yeah. The park, and you can't really do that, can't do yeah. that anymore. but those types of things I think go a long way and are, are very thoughtful that's a great uh, that, that's a great uh, point that we've heard that before people that you know come with little pre-made thank you cards um, what I you know I don't walk around with thank you cards but what I do is I'm going to make sure I go out of my way. Uh, if someone's done a great job 
really been exceptional. I'm going to go as far out of my way to talk to that person's manager as I would if it was the other, had gone the other way. Uh, so I really try to uh, make, go out of my way to recognize, and not just to the cast member, but to their manager, you know, that leaves an, that leaves an impact, that leaves an impact on, on their bosses. I know for me, you know, when we get those compliments about agents or, or my team, um, that leaves an impact on me. And that's really great to do, because how many people say their trip was made special because of some amazing cast member or something, and you want them recognized? For that? Well, you know, I just, I actually, it wasn't with Disney, but um, with my cable company, we had, I had to have a guy come out last week, um, and he was amazing. And the last time they had come out, that wasn't my experience, and believe me, I was on the phone. So I made sure I stopped what I was doing, got right on the phone, got somebody and told them, you know, this guy was, was awesome. Take that time. Take that time to compliment them. Thank you for that. Appreciate you know, there's it. There's also a flip side to that. Um, again, I'm sorry. I'm a mom, so this is all going to come from a mom's perspective. But we, we haven't done the thank you card yet thing, though, but I think that I might. But <clears throat> because the, it's not just uh, the person who's receiving but it's also the person who's giving. You know, I, like I said, with children, that's a teachable moment. We used to do that fast pass thing that you were talking about because sometimes I would be at media events and we'd get what was called a media fast pass, which was unlimited fast passes that were, you know, right then and there we could get on any ride. So what I would often do with the kids is rather than us going on the rides, we would go to the around where the kiosk area is and just randomly stop a person and say, hey, did you want to get on Peter Pan right now? How many people are in your party? And they'd, you know, look all confused, but then we'd kind of explain, and then we'd just walk them right over to a kiosk and get them, you know, five, seven fast passes or whatever so that they could go on the ride right then. And I wasn't necessarily doing it for the benefit of the people who were receiving the fast passes, but I was doing it for the benefit of my children. It was a, a teachable moment. Um, and the, the thank you card is the same thing. You know, if you have kids, you know, teaching them to uh, be grateful. So, right. um, yeah, there's definitely a flip side to that, the receiver and the giver. You know, and I, it's funny, when you were talking about that, I was thinking about when Disney did the Year of a Million Dreams, where they were randomly going up to guests and doing something really special. I thought that was wonderful. I wish it hadn't just been a marketing thing. Yeah. And that it should have been, you know, just keep doing it. Just keep doing it. How cool it was that they would just randomly pick somebody and say, okay, you're going to get a night in the dream suite or you're going to get a, a, you know, fast passes for the day or whatever it was they would do. Um, that kind of random act of kindness was was really cool. Um, Just going back to the notes to cast members, I uh, did my college program five years ago, and I still have the handful of cards, or sometimes people wow. brought candies or something, but it just said, thank you from the Wilson family or whatever. And it was just a nice little gesture that they gave you. So I still have that stuff. I mean, it was, it was a really That's nice touch sweet. to get that from people. You got yeah. all boxed up. And you yeah, I have a bunch of my like, cast yeah. member memories. Yeah. <laughs> That's cool. That yeah. is cool, though. Who else? Follow up on the thank you. Um, I'm Penny from Philadelphia. The, the Creative Designs Forum has uh, lots of designs that people could go and get. And what we did one year with the kids was we thanked some mint. They had a whole bunch of little things that you could cut out. They thanked some mint and you put it on the side of, uh, outside of a candy mint. And then we had the kids, as you said, teaching them manners to give one to a cast member that made them smile. And so we brought a wow. couple couple pocketfuls of mints and then the kids would go up to a cast member and say thank you and they said thank thanks a mint from the Evans family so it was just a, that's awesome and I guess some other people were doing the same thing yeah, and no, used, it means a lot yeah, it's really nice so, to get yeah. and they have that you're saying they have we have templates on the we creative designs forum on disboards mm -hmm. yeah on the disboards in the creative design section okay we'll make sure we put a link to that that's really cool I didn't even yeah. realize that was there yeah so so thank you appreciate that you see that's and, you know, it's such, a, it's, it's such an easy gesture. I mean, this doesn't really take, it takes a little bit of thought and a little bit of time, but it's not like this major investment you have to make. And, you know, I, I think when you say that, you know, five years later, you still have these. Oh, yeah. That, that's an impact. I mean, that's something that makes an impact. Because, you know, cast members deal with a lot, and I know you, you have lots of stories, I'm <laughs> sure, from Katie. Um, but 
you, you go through a lot. So to have one of those experiences, it's really nice. Well, that would be one of the other things I would, you know, I, I think probably has to be at the top of the list for Disney Matters 101 is how you talk to and treat a cast member. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have a problem with a policy, if you have a problem with them, you know, enforcing something, don't take it out on them. They're not the ones making the rules. They're the ones put on the front line. And trust me, they are not getting paid anything close to enough to take your crap. Mm-hmm. They are not getting paid anything close to enough. And just, if you've got a problem, that's what the manager is there for. That's what guest relations is there for. Don't take it out on the cast members. The way I've heard people talk to cast members absolutely blows my mind that anybody would talk to another person like that. Um, and look, I'm not saying that I can't, I can't get my, my backup, but even, you know, I was talking at the cable company and the frustration I had, I knew not to take it out on the woman that answered the phone. She wasn't the one that was the problem. This was a management problem, so I wanted to direct that to a manager. Um, and the same, thing goes, the same thing holds true at Disney, that you know, the cast member is not writing policy here. And a lot of times, though, they're the ones that are going to take the brunt of it. And I would say, if you have a problem and you approach a cast member, let the cast member have 15, 20 seconds to offer a solution. Because, you know, sometimes when people are wound up, it's like, well, this happened and you need to do this. And that. If you let the cast member think a little bit, sometimes you might get a magical moment out of it or you might, you know, because we get a lot of people that want certain things at a resort. And it has to be the corner room. It has to be this. It has to be that. Sometimes if you just walk up and say, hey, have a nice day. How's this? You might find yourself in a much better room than you ever thought you wanted. Oh, I agree with that. I had a, a client that, um, sweetest client in the world. And she's always sweet. And I, I, every time I get an email from her, I know it's going to be a positive email. Even if she has a problem, it's going to be a positive email. And it makes you want to go out of your way to make a good experience mm-hmm. for that person. Right. Exactly. Oh, definitely. Hi, how are you? Hello. I'm Brienne. I'm from Annapolis via Harrisburg. I grew up here. And I was talking about cast members. We were in Disney World this past November. And I went, took my mom down for the first time in a very long time. My mom is a smoker. I am not. And she forgot her cigarettes. And we were staying on property without a car. And so Disney World is not the place you want to stop smoking. No. <laughs> <laughs> So, you know, we're having a It's also not the place you want to buy cigarettes to charge a fortune. Exactly. So I was, like, desperately needing to find her cigarettes before we dissolved into, like, insanity. (laughs) (laughs) So we were kind of having this argument outside the Magic Kingdom, and a cast member noticed and came over and just probably wanted to figure out what was going on between these two ladies. (laughs) And she was so kind. She took my mother on the monorail, took her over to Grand Floridian, Took her into the gift shop and found her cigarettes. And it, it really saved our vacation. <laughs> but it was a very small thing, but she didn't have to. She could let us argue clearly all the way back to the Wilderness Lodge. Right. But she just noticed something was wrong and figured she could make it better. And my mother still loves her to this day. <laughs> See, that, that, and that sort of, when a cast member goes out of their way to make a moment like that, and it can, it, the impact it can have. I mean, I remember things from 15 years ago that I can still remember a cast member, I can still remember an experience that it, it stays with you. And, you know, it used to be Disney drilled this into cast members and empowered them to do a lot more of it. I used to see it happen a lot more than I see it happen now, unfortunately. Yeah. Um, I would like to see them go back to it, but it's one of the reasons we started doing the Hall of Fame was because those cast members are out there. And we want to point out, you know, just, you know, on whatever small scale we can, want to point out these cast members who do these incredible things to make, a, a, make any experience on your vacation that special, even something like that. Like you said, just get on the monorail, go over to the Grand and get a pack. Of, I thought you were going to say the cast member handed her a pack of cigarettes. I know, me too. <laughs> because she's going to resort to bone people in the cigarette section. I'm like, we can't do this. You can't act like that in Disney World. <laughs> yeah, you can. We're all in the same war. Okay, the smokers, we're all in the same war. We understand. Um, thank you. But I, you know, what? 
No, you gonna say something? No, I'm good. I'm surprised we haven't discussed strollers yet. <laughs> you know, it's one of those things with strollers that, okay, in like, it, like the dialogue in my head is get that thing out of my way, and it's not it's not like a regular stroller. I'm talking about like the triple wides that have to take up 70 feet. Um, and it's like, God, that's obnoxious. Why, why do you have this massive thing? And then I'm realizing, you know, you've got three small kids or you've got two small kids. What are you going to do? Although I thought Corey and Julie, you know, their stroller, they have that inline stroller. It's like a big, yeah. So it's like okay. one, two. And I'm like, okay, maybe Disney should invest in those to rent. Although moving one of those, speaking as a grandmother, sometimes that's like driving the tank. Really? Even with it behind it. I can remember when you know, I first started having grandkids, I couldn't wait to go through Magic Kingdom with a stroller. I'm to like, knock people down? Well, it's like, okay, now I'm just going to take my stroller through Magic Kingdom like everybody else does. <laughs> the way you do it. It's and not very glamorous. Well, no, and then I found not. out it's really hard to go it's through really the park with a stroller because you're trying to pay attention to what you're doing so you're not running into But then you have those clueless people that... Just yes. walk right into you. Yeah. I remember the first time we went when Stella was little and we came down and we had a stroller. And I hated it. I'm like, I don't like doing it because it really, I didn't like it at all. So I just, the next time we came down, I just forced her to walk. It's like, you're walking, chick. I'm not pushing <laughs> Yeah, yeah. I've been on both sides of it. I've been clipped by strollers. That hurts it a is. lot. Um, and then you, t- you know, I've turned around to the people and think, how can they be so rude and, and terrible? But I've also been on the flip side where I'm pushing the stroller. And there's times, especially at the end of the night, and you're trying to get off of Main Street, where people will cut you off. And then you halt the stroller immediately so you don't run into them. And then because they've cut in front of you, then everybody starts cutting. And you actually are stuck at a standstill and can't go anywhere because yeah. no one will let you move. And you're, you're such a mass that you can't just get through. And so it creates stroller rage. You're... Like you're forced, you're forced to just start like being aggressive and running into people if you expect to get anywhere. It's it's children are screaming. You know, it's a vicious cycle. How are you? I am good. How are you? Good. I'm Cynthia. I'm from Northridgeville, Ohio, and I have a comment and a question. Um, One of our times when we were at Epcot and Push started talking to our youngest daughter, having a conversation with her, and she was talking to Push. And there were other children that were kicking Push and, like, you know, screaming at him and everything. And so this went on for a few minutes. And so finally, you know, I'm like, listen, you know, there's no parents coming. like, you need to stop. I'm like, stop. Don't act like that. And so my question is, do you think it's okay to tell people you know, like Jenny Lynn's example the other night when she's in the park. And these people are like, you know, going back up, you know, right. in line. Speaking and, to the children, someone, and, speaking right. to someone else's children. Boy, I was really tempted, let me tell you. They were, they were rude and they were pushing and they did it like three or four times. I think you have a right, don't you? I, I have before. I've actually been kicked by someone else's child while I was standing in line just because the parents weren't paying attention. And the child thought that it would be funny to kick a stranger in the shin. I don't know. I don't know where they come from. I don't know where these people come from, but like they're they're actually there and they're in the Disney parks. But at, yeah, no, I actually, I had to say something on that occasion. I was like, oh, you won't be doing that again. <laughs> See, I have to. I, I I really have to defer to parents on on that question because, um, you know, my feeling, you know, for me personally, I'm probably not going to say something to somebody else's kids. What about adults though? Too? Adults? Oh, I got no problem with that. Okay. <laughs> I got no problem. I think it with depends that. on what the child is doing. Yeah. A lot of times. I would say that you know, would be a case by case. If the case child basis. is hurting someone or doing something sure. you know, that they shouldn't be doing in a park, I'll say something to them probably. I have. Something you know, in a or you I always do it in a humorous eye. way. Or yeah, give them the stink eye. That'll take a lot of times down. that actually works. Yeah, take the mom too. face. That's right. Yeah, give them the look. Because my kids are running fear <laughs> I'm real of good the, at look. the look. Yeah, I got that perfected. But yeah, I think it's okay to say something to them. I would. There's a way to to say something and be firm, but not be rude or aggressive or inappropriate. See, that's my problem. I wouldn't say uh, that. No, honestly, I just like in the especially if I'm frustrated and you know, kind of like I said, there's that 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 sensory overload going on. Um, 
in the moment, you know, I don't think anything of just, you know, whatever's on my mind. There's no edit, and it comes right. I know all of you have a very hard time <laughs> believing that. Um, but, you know, I, what, I'm, what I really try and do more now, I think, than I have in the past is just for a second try and put myself in that person's shoes. Um, you know, that just, a, again, just take a fraction of a second to be a little bit more considerate. That would solve so many of the problems. Or I think about the people that gripe when you have a, a wish kid that comes through and has to kind of, you have to put yourself to the side while they take care of whatever their wish situation is. I've seen so many people gripe and complain because they have to no, wait another well, 15 then, or 20 minutes to see God, Ariel or something. There's a special place in hell but, for them. Um, <laughs> There's a special place in hell for those no, people. No, seriously, though. Like, if you put yourself in the other person's shoes, I, I have a godson who has multiple, multiple problems. And, you know, life is so hard for that family every single day. And to think that, you know, somebody would, you know, if they were in that situation, to think that somebody would complain about, like, oh, I have to wait another 15 minutes to talk to Ariel. Wow, like... We just have such a great opportunity there to give, you know, and be like, please take my spot in line to go see Ariel. Let's, let's make your life a little bit easier because every other day of the year, your life is really, really hard, you know? Exactly. Well, that's one of the scenarios where you take a moment to be grateful mm -hmm. for what you have. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, say there, but for the grace of God, go I. Um, and I think that is a perfect note on which to end this. Thanks, everybody for being here. Thank you to the team that put together this amazing meet. You did a tremendous, tremendous job. You have our gratitude. Uh, we still don't know how much has been raised yet, but it doesn't matter because this is already a great success, and we are so thankful to you for uh, the hard work you put in uh, to uh, putting on this meet. And that will do it for this episode of The Diz Unplugged. We hope you enjoyed it. We'll be back with you again next time. Have a great week, everybody, and remember... Stay out of the damn lakes. Have a good one. Thank you.